Do you want to become mentally stronger? If so, I invite you to come and join us at the Mental Strength School, the world's leading mental strength training platform. The school is your one-stop shop to get a cutting-edge, evidence-based and comprehensive mental strength training all year round. It's going to give you the tools, the insights and the techniques that you need to rise to your challenges, feel happier, unlock your potential and ultimately be the best version of yourself. Check out all the details in the show notes or on my website at meliobryan.com slash mental strength school. Welcome to the Mentally Stronger podcast, the podcast where with every episode, we're learning practical ways to let go of stress and struggles, grow our mental strength and live a happier, healthier, more meaningful life. I'm your host, Millie O'Brien, co-founder of mindfulness.com and creator of the Deep Resilience Method. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Let's dive in to today's episode. Today, I'm going to talk about the link between self-compassion and success. Now, I think on some level, intuitively, we already understand this link when it comes to how we treat other people. For instance, if we were trying to help someone learn a new skill, let's say if you're teaching a child to learn to ride a bike, when they make a mistake or get discouraged or when they can't figure it out, how do we typically respond? Well, you probably offer kind, supportive words, probably speaking in a warm and soothing tone. If they fall off the bike, Maybe you even give them a hug to show them how much you care and to kind of soothe them and encourage them again. You know, when they recover from that fall, chances are that you're going to support them by saying, you know, really uh, uplifting and, and supportive things, encouraging them, you go ahead and give it another go. You got this. Or if they're too exhausted or disheartened that day, maybe you just, you know, kindly say to them, you know, that's okay. You can try again tomorrow. You're eventually, you're going to be able to ride this bike with a bit of patience and practice. Just, you know, reassuring them. Now take a moment to reflect though on how you treat yourself when you make a mistake, when you fail at something, when you experience a setback. If you're like most people, you're probably a lot tougher on yourself than you are with other people, right? In fact, it's in moments like those, the ones where we make a fumble or make a mistake, we didn't get it, you know, we're trying at something and it's just really tricky and it's frustrating. It's in moments like that when we often become our own worst enemy. The inner critic often pipes up, I'm so stupid, I never do anything right. Or we start to ruminate about our flaws and our shortcomings. Perhaps self-doubts and really unhelpful beliefs come in. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. I'll never get this. Good things never happen to me. Now, you can imagine if you were saying this to someone out loud, if, you, if someone just fell off the bike and you said to them, you know, you're too stupid to get this. You're just not a bike riding kind of person. Or you're too short. <laughs> you're not smart enough. That's a pretty tough environment to get back on the bike, right? Well, of course, in the same way, when we speak to ourselves mentally in a harsh and critical and negative way, 
it makes it pretty hard for us to learn from our mistakes, stay motivated to try again, and have the confidence that if we just keep at it, we're going to achieve our goal. So it should come as no surprise then that there is a substantial body of research that shows that the skill of self-compassion is closely correlated to three key skills that lead to success. Number one, resilience. Compassion is very closely linked to resilience. Number two, the ability to recognize and learn from our mistakes. And number three, the ability to keep motivating ourselves to go for our goals. Keep trying again, going for it and going for it and trying again and trying again until we succeed at our goal. Knowing this, how can we use the skill of self-compassion to help us learn and grow and be more effective on our path through life? Basically, and I'm just going to keep this really simple for this week's practice, you want to learn to treat yourself with the same kindness, the same encouragement, and the same support that you would do to that little kid that's trying to learn a bike or to a friend who was trying something. Like shifting the inner critic to becoming more like an inner coach or a supportive friend. Now, I want to tell you on a personal level in my life, I have dedicated my life to learning mental strength skills. I have been on this path since I was 17 years old. I'm just shy of my 44th birthday right now. And of all the skills that I've learned, this is in my top, I'd say, three that has had the biggest impact. Like some mental strength skills, when you practice them, you can, you know, you you can feel how much of a difference they're making. As soon as I started practicing self-compassion, it was revolutionary. And it sounds so simple. But the actual results of doing this practice are, quite frankly, mind-blowing. That has been mind-blowing for me. It sounds so simple. The results from this practice are enormous especially if you're a person like me who had a very, very, very strong inner critic. And I do still have a very strong inner critic. However, self-compassion helps me work with it in really, really empowering ways. So self-compassion is a skill, right? So it's going to take a little bit of practice. But the invitation for this week is this, just, just begin, just try. So instead of being hard on yourself when you fail, when you fall, when you feel disappointed, try to meet each setback with curiosity, with courage, and with self-compassion. When you do that, you're going to be able to dust yourself off and pick yourself up and try again more quickly. You'll also be making gains in inner strength and wisdom every step of the way. So really think about this. If if you're not sure how to go about this, think about this one thing. Every time the inner critic pipes up, switch that voice to focusing on being like a warm and friendly and encouraging inner coach instead of an inner critic, right? So you're going to deliberately shift your self-talk. 
do it in a tone of voice that's warm and friendly. Say encouraging things to yourself mentally. That's the practice for this week. Practice self-compassion and see what effect it has on your body, on your mind, and in your life. Be attentive to the results. And if it's helpful for you after this week of practice, put it in your mental strength toolkit, keep using it for life, and let this tool help you get mentally stronger day by day, week by week, and year by year. I hope this is helpful for you. And as always, thank you so much for being here with us in this community of people who are growing together and getting stronger every day. Lord knows we can use all the strength we can get in these crazy times we're living in. Have a great week and I'll see you on the next episode. If you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this episode, share it with them. Sharing it could really help them to feel better and improve the quality of their life. And if you found this episode helpful, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive more tips on growing your mental strength and you can keep practicing along with us every week. If you are wanting more support in becoming mentally stronger, come over to my website and take a look at all the coaching and training options that I have there for you. And I also have a bunch of free resources, including a five-day mental strength challenge that you can begin right away to kickstart your mental strength, improve your mental well-being, as well as your happiness and resilience. You can find all the links for this in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in. Take care and stay strong.